folks. Welcome to Young About Pate. I'm Carl Hess. With me, as always, Joel Miller. Oh, God. Oh, he's... Joel, oh, God. Joel's back from a kind of a rough weekend in Palm uh, Springs. Look, look at you're feeling it. I'm feeling it. You, you got some sun. I got a lot of sun. I am sun-kissed. I am sun-soaked. You look, you look good, sun-drenched. actually. You look healthy, but I can, I can tell you're a little bit haggard. I'm haggard just because of like what I was drinking, because it was like a lot of Coors you Light. You weren't drinking natural wine. I wasn't drinking natural Uh-oh. wine, and I was drinking a lot of Coors Light and like sugary cocktails like margaritas and oh, daiquiris. God. See, I'm too, and, I'm, that's a young man's pineapple game. pineapple margarita, and we were just eating like just so much food. You did a lot of grilling. We did a lot of grilling. Made some ribs. We did burgers. We did. You were with Dave Fernie. Shout out to Dave. Yeah, Top shout ten guests. A, a a barman, but a very good cook in his own right. A very solid cook. He made breakfast every morning. It was oh, great. Man. I mean, just like bacon and eggs. Oh, and just man. Like like, mu- like scored like uh, mushrooms, and it was just great. Living the life, dude. It was it was it was a great eating weekend. But when you, it's so weird when you have three squares a day. And you're just like not really used to that. What do you mean? I never eat breakfast. Because your chaotic not, lifestyle. I'm, I'm, my chaotic lifestyle. Yeah, I'm like, and we're the eating schedule was like because it's like everybody eats at the same time, right? Right. So it's not like at my leisure. So I was eating when other people were eating, and sometimes it was like, well, we had breakfast at ten, and then we're doing lunch at twelve, and it was like a right, full like, breakfast. And right, lunch. right, right. And I'm just like, oh dear. I kind of like that though. Like Jesus. when you go away for the weekend, and it's just like the main event is the meal. It's it was food. like when we were at your bachelor party. It was just like a, a bunch party. of dudes. I haven't got married yet. I haven't had a bachelor party. Oh, I meant uh, Ryan's bachelor <laughs> party. Your bachelor party is still upcoming. My bachelor party is still And I hope upcoming. it will be the same. But we were at your friend's bachelor party. Yeah. Uh, Ryan. Shout out to Ryan Duvall. Uh, it was just a bunch of dudes cooking, you know, in yeah, a house. Great. And it's like, what's better than that? Not, not a whole lot. We don't need strippers. We, we, we don't need drugs. We didn't have strippers. Just, <laughs> just let me cook up some delicious tacos. If, we, if a stripper showed up just by happenstance, we would have just put we're them busy, to work. Man. No, we would have put her to work. Man, we're busy. Be like, you need to flip these burgers and then Look, do some I don't dishes. have time. I don't have time for this. We got steaks on the uh, grill, ma'am. Yeah, Please. No. It was, it was, a, it was a really it was a really good eating weekend. Hurt my ribs, so I'm not feeling great. What? Well, you hurt your I ribs? Pu- I pulled from my rib eating? muscle. No, not from eating. Were you roughhousing? You were roughhousing. You were roughhousing in the pool. You were roughhousing in the pool, God, as you man. do. You're, you're, you're living, the, living that summer lifestyle. Living that summer lifestyle. You were right? good. You you hosted uh, like a taco event. Yes, I I also had a great eating weekend because I uh, got to go to the taco festival. I mean, what's better? What a better way to spend a beautiful Saturday. I can't think of two better words together than taco festival. I know it really was. So it was the Baja Market that uh, Eddie. Shout out to Eddie Ruiz, top ten guest top Eddie 10 Ruiz. Yes, Eddie Ruiz, love him. Uh, it was basically just a ton of chefs from Baja and. A bunch of winemakers and mezcaleros, some tequila as well, kind of celebrating like the new Mexican wine country that's and, and they're like, who better to host it than a white boy from Philly? Well, it, it was I wasn't totally hosting it, but I got to like go on stage and interview Eddie and this chef Javier Placencia, who's kind of a big deal Baja guy. He's got right, a lot of yeah. restaurants. It's kind of like an ambassador of Baja cuisine. You have a restaurant out here. You know, he doesn't have one in L.A. I think he has some in San Diego. But oh, okay. he has, like, Finco Altozano, which is the big place in the Valle de Guadalupe, which has kind of become the epicenter of this New Mexican wine country. So basically, I just got to sit around all day, eat tacos and drink mezcal and wine for free. That doesn't sound bad. And I was like, this is... That sounds like a good weekend. this be my job, please? I feel like we both had good weekends. It, it was great. I mean, uh, shout out to Chica's Tacos downtown. If you guys haven't been there and you're in L.A., go down there. Uh, that's Eddie's restaurant. Eddie's doing Eddie's doing big shit. He's got big things. He's got plans. He's got big plans. He's got schematics. But at it home. was great. Like blueprints. Some of my favorite stuff was actually the seafood. You know, I love you know I love uh, pork. I love to get meaty. 
But uh, they were doing whole kampachis over the coals. And there's nothing better than just a whole... I know I'm losing you on this. No, you're not losing me on this. That That's not bad. I don't know. Some, something about... And then they were also doing... There's all this great seafood from Baja. They had like it's really good ceviche. And then Javier was doing that salt bake thing where you cover an entire right, fish right, right. in the salt and you bake it in the crust forms. Yeah. So that was just like so succulent. Like at the end of the night, like most people had gone, but he just... He pulled out like the last fish and just like put it on his booth's table. <laughs> and like anyone who was left just went over. We were all eating it with our hands. That's just, that's powerful. Pull, pulling meat out of the cheek. Just that's, that's real power. Bare right handing that yeah. fish. That felt good. It was a oh, good way man. to close I'm it out. I'm sad I missed it. I wish I was there. I mean, get tickets for next year. Baja Market is uh, it's a great event. I yeah, mean, tickets are now not on sale. Not on sale, <laughs> but uh, get ready next summer. I mean, it, you know, in, in terms of a, a way to spend a Saturday eating tons of tacos and you know, barehanding fish and drinking tons of mezcal. I, I tried a lot of mezcal that I hadn't tried. It's the worst way to live. All very good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's I'm we're in summer mode now, you know. It feels like summer, finally. Like, this episode is going to be out after the 4th. Obviously, you know, we're, you know, there's going to be a lot of meat. There's going to be a lot of grilling. There's going to be a, be a lot, lot, of, of lot of fun, a lot of wine. Absolutely. My street's going to turn into a war zone. Uh, Echo Park goes the fuck off in terms of fireworks. Yeah. It's like crazy. It's actually been going on for weeks, and it will continue weeks after. Yeah. It's basically just like the, the month of June and July is like fireworks. It was month. crazy because for us, we were in, in Koreatown for Christmas last year, like, and I never experienced this. It was just people were setting off fireworks all in Koreatown all during Christmas, like Christmas Eve. Okay. It was bizarre because I was like, this is That's the Latin. Korean Christmas I guess move? That's, well, I guess it's just like, I guess it's like more like a Latin thing. Where, okay. Where they're just setting off. Yeah. And like, so we were like all night. Mexicans love hearing. fireworks, and I get it. Fireworks so we were just, are right. Yeah. All night until like one in the morning. It was just loud fireworks yeah. in our neighborhood. So maybe I'll just like go out of town on Wednesday. It sucks so if you're I don't a have dog. To deal with it. I know, right? I feel bad about that. I feel bad for a dog in Koreatown. I remember always seeing signs on the west side on the 4th that were like sponsored by the sheriff's department. And it was like, do not shoot your guns in the air on the 4th. Like bullets come down, don't do it. Yeah, where do people think they go? I don't know. When, is it, when they're when they're when they're like doing a Yosemite I mean, Sam and shooting right, guns exactly. in the air, a rich Texan. Yeah, like the rich Texan. What are they just like? No, it's gonna get into space and then it's gonna keep floating <laughs> towards the sun. I guess if you're standing next to the ocean, you could kind of shoot it out into the ocean. Yeah, shoot boat, it at an angle. But, but you gotta like wind and like. I would say I've never done it, but shooting a gun straight in the air seems great. It seems like a lot of fun. I mean. You gotta be like in the desert or some shit, though. Don't just be like on the, on like the patio of on your apartment, third and, and just like grand. unloading <laughs> down on the promenade yeah. in Times Square, just shooting off a gun into the air. I haven't seen those uh, those billboards up. I mean, this this was back in the day, in like two thousand eight, down in Venice. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe times have changed. Now now the problems like yeah. bird scooters. Don't leave your bird scooters around. Ten yeah. years ago, it was like, we, don't shoot your guns in yeah, the air. Since 2008, we've definitely solved the whole gun control right, thing. Right, exactly. So, in good, the last good thing, decade, we, good thing we can move on from problem. that. Guns we can move on from guns and go directly to bird problem. scooters. The real we nuisance. We need bird scooter control. We really do. It's They're ruining. A fucking nuisance. Kids are bringing them to school. It's ruining this it's, country. I actually feel like it's going to end friendships at some point. Like, Because like there are people I know who use it, and it's changed my opinion of them. Where I'm just like, you're fucking lazy. You know what? <laughs> it looks fun, and it's not like I wouldn't use it, but... The fact that they're just going to be like scattered everywhere. We saw the, how it's coming yes. from. It's coming to your beloved Echo Park. We, we've seen them as far east as pretty much Beverly and Third. Yeah. 
but we were, it's coming for yeah. us. We were as, basically in Fairfax, actually. We were like round around the Fairfax district. It was, it was right there. And I saw another brand. They're going to be going around John and Vinny's and Animal in front of Prime Pizza. Just <laughs> watching like three they're months. They're going to be hitting. Watching like three months for like Yelling About Pate brought to you by Bird Scooters. I that, love a good bird. When I need to scoot on down the block, I just grab my bird. That Supreme line is just going to be flagged by a drive-by <laughs> bird scooter shootings now. <laughs> Yeah, maybe in five months I'll be like totally on the bird train, but I don't think so. They look cooler than a, <laughs> yeah, they look cooler than a Segway. I'll say that. Yeah, but like Segway, I've ridden a Segway and they're fun, but you look like a fucking yeah, but dork a, but a, a unicycle looks cooler than a Segway. So uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> At least you're like, oh, that guy has actual balance. Um, I'm just, speaking of Segways, I'm just speaking <laughs> of Segways, I want to say that we just ate one of the best. Pastries of my life. Yeah, on it. Yes, uh, and it was still and warm. Thanks to great. our guest. Let's introduce him right now, Armin Martirosian, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome yeah. to the show. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, there he is. <laughs> you are uh, a, a cook, an entrepreneur, uh, a, a social media savant, a bearded fellow, some a might fellow say. bearded fellow. <laughs> uh, you're now in the family business, which is Mini Kebab, uh, one of the best kebab places in Los Angeles. Been in Glendale for, what, almost 30 years? Yeah, 31 years. And the pastries you brought today were, these are poches? Ponchiks. Uh, Ponchiks. Ponchiks. Uh, Georgian, Russian, Polish. I don't know who claims it yet. Right, okay. It's, it's, it's always kind of a mix yeah. in that area of the world. But Armenians will get it and run with it. Yeah. Right. They're, They're like, this is ours. This belongs <laughs> to us now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Those were fantastic. I had the custard. Jill had the custard and blueberry. I'm I'm a big fruit daddy. And so as you know, I like that. as you know, we welcome people bringing delicious pastries to us. Even if you're not a guest on the show, right? Exactly. Just DM us. Right. Find out where Carl is. Right, exactly. Just leave us. Just leave us a box of donuts. Just send us gifts. You don't yeah. even need to be on the show. It doesn't you, even be food related. Just, we'll take anything. Right. Exactly. <laughs> And if you're the person that stole Carl's Gorilla Taco shirt from the front porch of his I, house, I hear, this is a, this is a, <laughs> fuck a, you. This is a mystery in the making. I ordered my Gorilla Taco shirt. Shout out to Gorilla Taco. Shout out to Wes Avila. It, it yeah. said it. Uh, it said it shipped. I haven't seen it. I feel like someone might have stolen it off my porch. Well, you Someone's know, out there merch. with a millennial pink Gorilla Taco shirt that belongs to me. I'm Drink, pop- probably drinking a Lacroix and, and drinking <sighs> natural wine God, as well. A bird scooter. <laughs> it's like Carl 2.0, but uh, thief. <laughs> Well, I, I will say we recently went to Mini Kebab for the first it was time. My first time. It was my first time, which too. is crazy. It uh, was, crazy. and I realized I've been fucking up because this is the best kebabs I've ever had. That it, was that platter. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to call it the King's platter. We'll just <laughs> say it's the King's platter. What do you What do you call the deluxe platter there? Oh man, it's just it's. We, it started with social and like the Armel guys used to come back in a day like 15 years ago. Right. And my mom and dad would just hook them up in a platter. Okay. Yeah. And they'd be in the back smoking cigarettes. Right. Like, <laughs> we, need, we need the man's platter. Yeah. Like we got, we, got some, we got some hungry fellows here. And then Farley came in once and we hooked him up. Shout out like, to Farley. Shout out to yeah. Farley, yes. And then um, it's been a, like a huge social media thing too. Like every time a social influencer comes in, here's a platter. Here's, here's a, a platter. platter. Right. Because it's impressive. It photographs well. Yes. And it's basically... All the delicious things of mini kebab yeah. on one plate, and they get, and they literally give you like an entire rice patty full of of, of rice, like it's just like the most gigantic mound of rice. Great rice, great bread, great rice, great. Oh yeah, that bread, it's so La, thin. Yeah, lavash. Yeah, lavash. Lavash. But it's yeah. like it's like it was like super warm and just like it was. It felt like thinner than like the lavash that you would get from a market. Yeah, that's the thing. Different markets, you know, make it different. Like these guys have like a lot of training from Armenia. Yeah, where do you guys get that bread? So it's on Colorado and Pacific. It's called Colorado Bakery. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, Colorado and Pacific. Um, 
It's just the thinnest one we could get. We've tested a lot. It's yeah. so thin, but it's it really so works. Thin. It's like a, it's almost like lavash crepes. Well, you're used <laughs> yeah. to getting like a heartier pita and like scooping yeah. shit, yeah. but this stuff you kind of like make it into a roll. It's exactly. almost like a, the Ethiopian uh, bread, like that you get that right. soft in pancake, Jared. not as yeah. spongy as not that. as spongy yeah. as that, but like that same kind of like you just take like, also, a piece and just grab. Another thing that helps that is the garlic sauce. Oh Un- god! Unlike Zanku, which is an amazing garlic sauce, it's a, yours is almost like a mousse. Yeah, it's like way. Airier, yeah. Is it whipped? It's it, it's we emulsify it, but you know Zanku, they put starch in there. Mm. Yeah, to bind oh, it. Shot oh, fired. Okay. Ooh, well, I'm just saying that they they need to they need to source it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's true. We're on a smaller scale. Zanku is, is a much larger operation. They're yeah. cutting they're cutting a little bit of corn. They need to. Yeah. And so uh, keep those prices down, baby. Exactly. Yeah. And so food the costs, margins are costs. lower. <laughs> but uh, with us, yeah, we make it every morning, man. It's a it's a process, but it definitely helps with the. Flavor. So you making it like a Roboku processor? Yeah, we got a little food processor from yeah. Macy's. He doesn't want it. he doesn't want to realize. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> a secret. It's it's simple, man. It really is simple. It's, it's actually been blessed by a shaman. <laughs> well, you have and we inter- whip cool whip in there. You have an interesting dynamic because you know your parents have been running this place for a long time, and then you kind of came in recently and kind of retooled their whole social media presence. I don't even know if they had one before. And, and, you know, you've quickly gained thousands of followers. Like, what was your initial strategy? Because you knew your parents' food was great. Yeah. You knew you had a great product. But coming in, you know, you had just graduated culinary school at that point, right? Well, this is like 10 years in the making. Yeah. Um, Graduated culinary school in 2008. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Graduated. Went to work for some lady. Terrible idea. You know, fucked me up. Getting a little experience. (laughs) Realizing people suck. Yeah. Um, Left that. Went back to school. Uh, pursued nutritional science, mm. got accepted to Berkeley, dropped out, um, went back into culinary. Was that because you missed the kitchen? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, wow. 100%. Yeah, like I was like, fuck Berkeley. I'm going to go straight back into the kitchen. I was like, I need change. Like I need I need to get away from like just the, the bullshit here. So I, I got into Tatsu Ramen. Have you heard of it? Sure. Yeah, of course. Started working there. I started as line. Uh, worked my way up pretty quick to KM. And then uh, became store manager, and we went to Melrose Librea, opened that. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, like I learned a lot of everything through Tatsu. Right, we had a big production. That was the first time you'd worked like with noodles, and you know, with noodles, broth, and we, yeah, and all, yeah, all the complexities of that. Like, I knew how to make broth, yeah, like different types of broth. But like this was straight from a Japanese right. chef, traditional, right. yeah, wearing a headband, yeah. And we had like 140 quart pots going at like 10 140 quart, uh, 140 quart yeah. pots going at a time. Learned broth, learned how to make noodles from scratch. The whole process. Great life skills. Yeah. yeah. Well, Great experience. <laughs> yeah. If you genuinely love food, yes. Damn right. Um, but at one point I was just like, fuck this, dude. Uh, I'm like, why am I making somebody else money where I could, you know, kind of take this? So and I basically did three years at Tatsu. Learned everything I needed from like the whole business operations perspective. Right. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start my social 2015 in December. I just dipped out. I'm yeah. sorry. October 5th, 2015. I love how you remember the Dude, exact date. I remember date. the date. You like take off the headband slowly. You're like, it I'm was free so man. relative. I'm out of here. It was crazy because like I was just fed up. I was like, fuck these fools. I'm on a walk. Like just You were kitchen manager at that point? I was I was store manager. Okay. Yeah. And so so you, you had a whole operation you were running. Yeah. yeah. And so I was just like making like five, six orders of fried rice. And I'm just like, fuck this. I take the floor manager outside. I go, hey, man, I'm quitting right now. <laughs> Damn. Goes, powerful. Wow. Powerful. He, goes, he goes, no, 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 you can't do that. It's going to go to like, shit. I can I do go, whatever the fuck I want. I know. I'm like, yo, I'm dipping. You can't do anything. So I like walk to my car, write my letter of resignation, and I dip. Next day, I'm like getting phone calls fluttering. Wow. Take a month off, go to San Fran, and I jump back to jump back to mini kebab and start from there. Were your parents super happy that you were like, 
I'm joining the family biz? Or they're like, well, I thought you were doing your own thing. My, my parents were like, dude, go make your own money. Right. And I was like, just wait. Like, you got you to gotta hear me out. You got to understand what I'm trying to do, what my perspective yeah. is. Right. And, you know, throw ourselves into social media. It's the most important and, like, influential thing for us. Um, we had, like, what, two, 3,000 followers. I was doing a lot of it wrong. Yeah. But quickly through trial and error, I reached out to a couple food bloggers, kind of learned my way, and then we helped each other, and then... Um, grew the account, grew my account. I started sub accounts. Yeah. How many uh, accounts do you have right now? I have so many. <laughs> I so your I, main I, account is Eat Bearded. Eat Bearded is Eat my Bearded. main one. You got like what, 50,000 Almost, yeah. Oh man. You could take uh, pictures in front of that new mural, that influencer <laughs> mural down on 3rd Street. That's not Street. a real thing, by the way. It's not? It's a publicity stunt for is a it? new show. Ah, oh, that's everybody a shame. Got, everybody got duped. I got duped. There was this thing on the internet where it was like a guard outside a mural that's covered, and it's like... But doesn't that sound like such an LA well, that's thing why that would actually got happen? There was a sign that was like, you have to have at least 20,000 followers right. to be an influencer to come in here and oh, take a picture of the mural. It's, it's promotional for a new show, but that, it, was, it was funny. It was that's funny. Cool. Well, let's not give that show any more free publicity. Hey, it worked, man. I, no, it really fucking did. It got me going. I don't even know what the show's called. So. I saw Dylan Francis in front of that. There you go. <laughs> uh, you know what? He's, he in, got the, he's in the show. It's, a, it's Dylan Francis. Uh, is it Dylan Francis' yeah. show? You got francis Yeah, you got Francis, You got Francis, motherfucker. Francis, motherfucker. <laughs> this isn't a real mural. There's nothing back here. It's Dylan Francis and Dane Cook produced by Ashton Kutcher. You walk wow. behind the thing and then Dylan Francis just pantses you. And you're like, fuck. Play, Francis plays a sweet beat and just like fucking rocks at it, and then and then bird scooters away while like, <laughs> dropping a fucking beat on a portable turntable. Oh my ah, god! I got Francis, god damn it! God damn That's it! That's called the show. You've been Francis. You've been Francis. Uh, no. Well, great show. Can't wait to watch that. You've been Francis. That, on I mean, MTV. You know, I'm assuming that is like the the one end of the ridiculousness of it. But like, obviously, social media and navigating it's it is like its whole tool. own world. You yeah. know, it's like yeah. like like what what were the things that you were doing wrong first that you slowly realize when you threw yourself into it that like really changed it for you i feel like a lot of people make this mistake um you start following all these people right and you hope for them to follow follow you back back. the thing is you need to provide some type of um kind of it's like a payoff you know what i mean why would i follow you what are you so beneficial for etc etc and to give and a take yeah so initially i was like damn like nobody's following me back i had like 700 followers following 2100 people with mini kebab yeah that's where i initially started with and then I was like, I'm doing things wrong. So I unfollowed a lot of people. And then I started the account back up. So I was like, I got to change my content. Uh, You got to make sure it's constant too. So you can't just post once and then stop. So it's like an everyday thing, twice a day. Consistency. Yeah. And then you just got to find your niche. You know what I mean? Um, With mini kebab, the platters, very big. They love seeing my mom. Oh, yeah. My mom's parents are both. Your parents are both awesome people. (laughs) They're very... Uh, they're just like full of life, life and yeah. like warm and opening. Like, and mini kebab is tiny. It yeah. is <laughs> so like you have know. to be intimate there. Yeah. Like you're gonna get to know people. There's two tables, yeah. eight chairs. Uh, it's literally a, a hole in the wall. Um, and I mean, but but somehow it like it adds to it. You know, it's like I know you guys are opening a new place, and it'll probably be super rad. We'll talk about that. But yeah. like. I don't think you can replicate the charm of that little place. Hundred percent. Now that's that that place is amazing. Mini kebab, man. It so many so much has gone into right. mini. Like I can't explain to you the good, the bad. Like right. we almost went under in two thousand. That place has seen yeah. so much, so much. And uh, it's it's seen so many fights. Like right. back in the day, normal fights. Right. Like I'm just being straight up. Like I'm. A lot of arguments have gone there. You know, my dad used to smoke stoves back there. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Like back in the day. Uh-huh. And um. 
We've had so many celebrities come through. My mom's taking photos like they blow multiple times. We cater to him. You know what I mean? Just, that's it. crazy. And so it's just Dibble's a smart guy. Dibble not like that love. Dylan Francis cat yeah, that Dylan. keeps <laughs> that keeps Dylan keeps Francis. people as rude. Dylan Francis doesn't even know about many. Dibble. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. It's just so much character, and I, yeah, we're not gonna be able to replicate it. But at this point, it's just we want to provide that service of offering really good food in the future. And that's, a, that's a, like the most important thing. You have to have a good product, otherwise, all the things that you're doing to make the business more successful are they, they fall on deaf ears. It doesn't yeah. really matter if you yeah. do that and the food isn't good. So people will come there and be like, oh, that looked great, and then eat and be like, I'm never coming back. Yeah, I, That's why I think your account is so successful because, first of all, the pictures are great. Yeah. I mean, the food itself just looks good. I yeah. mean, you can't, you can't fake that. First, the food has to look good, and then the picture has yeah. to be good. Well, are you, are you, is that all phone cameras? That's uh, this little cracked iPhone 7 Plus, man. Damn. See, it's got that portrait mode. Yeah. You can't oh, beat it. What? Because uh, you have 7 Plus. The good thing is, like, once again, I know these influencers. Not all the photos are mine. Right. And I give photo credit to every photo. That's smart. And because, you know, these influencers, they're actually like my friends now. Yeah. And so most of the people I hang out with are influencers right. nowadays. And they're, so, they're your friends. They want those sweet patties that you got. Yeah, I, come on, man. Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's like a reciprocal. As a good friend does. Yeah. As a good friend does. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, have a chicken Wait, so, so you were saying in, like, 2015, they almost went under. It's 20, like, 2008. 2008. Yeah, recession time. Yeah, made no money. Like, yeah. there's days we were making zero dollars. That's crazy. Wow. We are just tucked away, man. Like, right. mom and pop shop. My mom and my dad, look, they're so old school. They still hate Instagram. Right. They hate fucking Postmates, right. DoorDash, whatever the hell it is. My dad's like, fuck these fools. <laughs> they're taking my percentages. I go, that's why we increase prices, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but my dad he hates all of that. Things. Yeah. yeah, and so it's just—he's an old school guy. Very. Yeah, and like the the location isn't just like a hole in the wall on like a main street. It's like there's a main street, and then it's like right. in between residential neighborhoods. You kind of have to And then know like a liquor store or whatever. Like it's it's such it, and like across the street from like a fucking auto body shop, right. and it's just like so like you ha- like you gotta know. Yeah. All gotta the foot know. traffic is a little further north in this big yes. mall, the Americana. Right. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing though. I am forever grateful for Farley, Matthew Kang, and the Eater. Shout out to Eater. Shout, shout out to, to Farley. Shout out to I mean, they do a great job of, I mean, I wouldn't say Mini Kebab was a hidden gem, but like, you know, I think the best thing that food media can do is shine a light on an operation that's amazing, but like a ton of people yeah, give might credit, not give know Give credit about. where credit's due. Right. It's easy to write about the, the next big opening that yeah. everyone's going to know about because it's a hot shit restaurant with a huge PR firm. And I want to know about that too. But also, like, shining the light on a fucking small operation that's been doing their thing in, in an excellent, very excellent way for that long. I mean, that's, I mean, that's why I fucking read it. Or that's what I want to read about. It's, it's a little, I mean, but it's also like that when you walk in there, you feel very welcome. Like, you yeah. see, you know, you see you and you see your parents and you just kind of, like, you feel like you've already been there before. Yeah. Like, there was nothing, like, that was, that was overwhelming or anything about it. Everyone was super nice. Seeing your mom on the ground was just, <laughs> I couldn't stop watching her. Yeah. I was like, God damn. She's, like, dancing back there. She's <laughs> like, yeah. But, here, but here's the downside of that. Like, I mean, you guys are in your family. You're physically in each other's hair in that place all day. Like that must that must start to grade on you, know, you all for a while. It's the worst decision you can ever make. <laughs> Getting the business with family. Like I regret everything. It's the worst. I'm not even kidding. Like me and my dad, we're at each other's throats. <laughs> we, my mom's the middleman, and it sucks because my mom gets so much of like, stop, right, stop. She right. She has to be the peacemaker. Yeah, and just me and my dad are like, no, blah, 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 blah. you know, it's just. I'm not even kidding. We fucking curse at each other, <laughs> and that's just that's part of the charm. Yeah, yeah that's part of the charm. And we get so passionate about it. I'm like, dad. And we will be like, you're, you think you're a chef? You think you chefs do it this way? Blah, blah, blah. And we just like at each other's throats. And we'll, co- like, we'll compete at yeah. the fucking restaurant. Because your dad also went to culinary school, right? My dad went to like Russian culinary okay, school. Okay, like back so, in the day in the old Soviet. He went to Borscht University. <laughs> <laughs> 
Super but their mascot was a beat in Yerevan in Armenia. I think, was, I, think was, I think it was Armenia, if I'm not mistaken. My okay. dad's my dad's a weird man. Like okay. I've heard, like he's had so many random stories. <laughs> I can't give it. I can't right. tell you all of them. Right, exactly. But you he's been to Siberia. He's been drunk, like falling off of motorcycles. Sure. You know, like all that kind of stuff. He's just been normal, normal crazy old world. Very rebellious shit. as a man. And so, like, I think the ego, not the ego, but like the passion comes from him because yeah, he's super, super driven about having like a really good product and. From A to Z, like we're doing it all. We're making it. We're whipping our hummus every morning. Yeah. We're whipping our garlic sauce. No, you that shows through. You can. You, you can, can tell. tell. Yeah. You can tell because there's tons of places you can get like. Yeah, this ain't no sabra. Or <laughs> get out of here with your roasted red pepper bullshit. Yeah, like there's so many places in LA you can get like a good or passable kebab or shawarma. You know, it's like yeah. there's t- tons of middle of the road places. But like when there when there's that dedication to all yeah. the ingredients, like you just fucking taste it. Yeah, it's so good. It's quality you can taste. I don't think anyone has that tagline. Should probably steal it. Yeah. <laughs> so the that n- in and out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a minute. That's terrible advice. <laughs> this just in: Internet has a slogan. Uh, so we were discussing earlier your new location. This is going to be out in Glendora, Correct. which is kind of out further out by the foothills of the Angeles National Forest. It's going to be part of a larger kind of food hall development that's in the works, and it's going to be. Considerably larger than the spot you have now. Considerably, it would yeah. be twice the size. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but it's going to be all kitchen. And, okay, and we get to store potentially even scale for other projects that we have, such as Mid East Tacos that okay. I do. Um, oh, that's right at a smorgasbord, right? Smorgasbord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have like twenty projects. I I just need to do it, man. Like I'm at this point, I was not confident years back and just surrounded myself with the wrong people. And when I had that, I was just so negative on myself. Yeah. I fucked myself mentally. I was just like, okay, I got to dip from this. Get that mindset right. Yeah, I need to get the mind right because if I, my mind's not right, I'm not going to be able to like, flourish the way yeah, I want if to. your mind's a mess, then everything else is a mess. Correct. You can't do anything. Exactly. And so you know, I want to be able to scale... For you know, Mideast, but it, it, we'll see because it's just such a far way. Mideast Tacos is your pop-up at Smorgasburg. At the moment, yes. Which is a, a market that happens every Sunday down in the Arts District with tons of different vendors. Correct. Um, lots, of, lots of pop-up stuff and people drinking in a parking lot. It's <laughs> a con- good time for a Sunday. Yeah, it's a good time. And, and your concept is a Middle Eastern-inspired tacos. Correct. Which is, I think... I mean, think it's great. A fucking great idea. And it's kind of surprising that no one really had done that yet. Yeah, I mean, I mean there's... there's, there's well, it's just tacos arabes. Yeah, but tacos yeah. arabes. And there is that, like, traditional style in Mexico. Yeah. But, like, I feel like you're bringing a fresh twist to it. I'm doing it different just because I'm not doing, like, the, the whole spit. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm Armenian. That, yeah. Yeah. And so I do it on the magal. I could do it in a toni, but the toni Explain is, what that is. So a magal is a grill right. with charcoal. Mm-hmm. And it's specific like mesquite, and we finish it off with grapevines. In Armenia, they do it with grapevines, mm-hmm. but like old grapevine branches. Right. And it'll give a nice like smoking component to it. But right now, we do it with mesquite, um, finish it off with the grapevines. So this is like a bed of charcoal that Correct. you're laying like metal skewers over. Over it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Without any actual grate. Yeah, no grate. There's no, no grate. grate. Yeah. So this is an open heat. bed of coals, and you basically have almost like sword. Yeah, thickness. It's a sword. skewers. Yeah, they yeah. look like swords. Fucking sword. It looks like just fucking swords of meat over coals, which is the best thing. Which is great. That's literally. I literally had a dream about it last night. <laughs> That's all I wanted. My meat. If my meat is not cooked via sword, get the fuck out of yeah. my face. What is this non-sword meat? Get this away from me and my family. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a lot of fun actually. The cooking process. The team we have over there. It's a bunch of the guys that used to work at Tatsu. Yeah, my lead prep. Cook. Old friends. Yeah, old friends. Everybody's good at what they do, and everybody knows what the you know the objective is. 
Um, I remember initially when I started making the corn tortillas from scratch, <clears throat> which is key. Yeah, you got yeah. to. Yeah, you got to make. Is there is there a Middle Eastern inflection in that, or are you just going standard? I'm standard. I'm not taking simple. away from what a taco is right, or right, you know yeah. the shell. Um, I remember when I first made it, I had Farley try it. He gave me his opinion, and I had to thicken it a little bit. I had to change the process a little bit. So what I did, I started like the whole next time I was a process, man. Right. It's a headache. I started sun drying it in my in my little pad deck I have at my apartment. Mm-hmm. You know, it will sun dry and then we'll grind it. I have this little fucking fifty dollar. You're in your apartment with a fucking stone grinder. Yeah, I'm like just. This is a, the hustle, folks. It's you a, can't manufacture that shit. It's it's a process, man. I'll tell you, I, it builds up some shoulder strength. <laughs> You're looking ripped. You're looking swole. <laughs> yeah, dude. Two hundred pounds of swole. Meat. All that Damn sword right. meat and fucking <laughs> all that sword meat. Corn grinding. <laughs> but the but the the corn tortillas. We're pressing them. We're doing so many and. Uh, the sauces, I want to try to, you know, I'm going to try to go to Oaxaca so I can get some more recipes. Okay. Research, R&D. Correct. Need the R&D. Um, but I just, you know, I prefer our food and we do a lot of it. And um, people appreciate it right now. So, but it's, but it's, I'm not staying constant. Like, it needs to improve constantly. And okay. We're, we're working on a pop-up location on Santa Monica and Fairfax right now, too. So we could take it. What's your favorite taco that you have at, uh, at Mini's Tacos? It's our falafel taco, actually. Ooh, Ooh. the veggie option. The vegan, gluten-free. I uh, love it. Yeah, it's, it's the total hipster package. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm but sure, is it Instagrammable? Non-GMO, people, yeah, highly like Instagrammable. It's very colorful. You can yeah. eat it on your bird scooter with one hand. <laughs> Dylan Francis approved. Hell yeah. Influencer approved. <laughs> that taco has 20,000 followers on Instagram. <laughs> it's it's got so. like, this taco's got more <laughs> followers than you, motherfucker. It's got like 6,500 at the moment. <laughs> and that's like the smallest of your accounts. Yeah, we just started like nine months ago, 10 months ago. Wow. I love your guys' uh, logo. Thank you. It's a, it's a cool logo. Is it, it as good as Guy Fieri's uh, <laughs> Dude, cowboy not, riding a koi fish? Nothing is as good as Guy Fieri's <laughs> giant cowboy riding a koi fish. So <laughs> that's a dumb question. Ye because- fucking ha, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like love the idea of like the artist unveiling that to Guy Fieri for the first time. And He's Guy like, just that's fucking flavor. No, time. no, no. It's Guy sitting like in the corner with tented fingers, and he just like goes, "That'll do." Yes. <laughs> no, that's way too subdued. Mm, he was like, "Yes, yes, that's yes." Charts. No, no. He's <laughs> charts. See. In private, he's way different. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, no, he's very, very like stoic. He's like a sinister genius. Yeah, he's a, in yeah, he's a sinister, it would be funny sinister if man. It was like you know, like Larry the Cable Guy. Like that's obviously a complete character. Like, what? <laughs> you can find footage of him. His old act. His name's like Chris something. You know, just like a regular guy. It'd be funny if Guy Fieri was that much of a character. But the thing is, I don't think he is. Guy Fieri is just a guy who's really like that. <laughs> oh, and I think that's what it makes him appealing. I, and also ridiculous and funny. No, he's a big cartoon character. He's right. a cartoon character but, come but, to but life. But he's just some dude from Santa Rosa who's like that. Like, Larry the Cable Guy, that guy knows that he's doing this act, pandering to, you know, that segment, and it's a complete fabrication. I don't think Guy Fieri is that. Sure, he changed his name from Guy Ferry to Fieri. Yeah. A bit of an affectation. But, like, I think he's just like that all the time. And from all reports, I mean, if people met him, it, that's exactly I have, I have met him, and he did arrive. All right, you were on his show. He, he did arrive in a gigantic, obnoxious green or a yellow. yellow. All his uh, cars Hummer, are yellow. Uh, Hummer He has seven three. cars. They're all yellow. Yeah, they're all yellow. And he came out, and he just and when he came out of the car, he's like, hey, guys, what's going on? Right, exactly. How's it going? Oh, all you guys are so glad you're here. Let me give you some pointers, man. Pointers? Yeah, like, yeah pointers and, on how to cook. Wait, we need to get Guy yeah. Fieri to mini kebab. How has he not been there? Look, man, I used to want him to come I in. I think and you're now, fine. You're, now you don't need it. <laughs> I'm okay. Now like, you don't he need can, it. He can take his fucking microwave nachos what, what, elsewhere. What if the producers for Diners, Drivers, and Dives, which is on its like you know, 10th it's, season, how have they not been there? What if they called you and I'm they were like, like, Armin, we've seen you on social media. 
We heard Dylan Francis talking about it. Uh, <laughs> we want to come in, and sh- you would have to, you would say yes, or what I'd have would you? to say you yes to because say yes. there's so much like it's it's there's just so much publicity. Behind I would it. just imagine like him talking to you about stuff, and then just like they, there's like a shot of your dad in the back, and he's just like looking at him like, <laughs> who is this man? Like just like disapproving. Your dad's like, like smoking a cigar, like <laughs> looking out from the back, like who the fuck is this man? Just talking shit in like just, just like a, a little subtitle. It'll, it'll just, be like, an Armenian he's talking guy. shit or Russian. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. There's like sub. <laughs> Titles happening off you know, camera. Look uh, at this sun-haired motherfucker. <laughs> I doubt he'd be talking shit about me for hanging out with Guy Fieri. Armin, you let this man into my house? You let yeah. him into my restaurant? He's like, motherfucker. Um, my, no, you know, I used to want Fieri in. Of course. Everybody Back did. in the day. Yeah. Uh, I was like, fuck, he went to Oyster, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then, um, Shout out to Oyster. Yeah, Oyster. Oyster's fucking yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Maximiliano, we went to, uh, we actually went to high school. Oh, yeah? All of us, all our friends. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's kind, of, kind of small world, but um, I used to want Fieri in. And then I wanted Bourdain in. Sure, like, of course. Yeah, rest in peace, Anthony. You all, you all want the legend. I'll take R. the R. reanimated corpse of Bourdain in, right now. Yeah, I'm in over King. Guy fucking Fieri. Yeah. You know what? I, w- I will say, like, every place I've been to that you see Guy Fieri's little brand on the wall, it's always good. Yeah. It's always good. Because he goes to places that are, like, like his producers vet. You know, he doesn't find these places. Producers find some <laughs> little mom he's pop. feverishly sitting on his yellow laptop, <laughs> like, going, I need to find the next he's fucking... pouring through, like, satellite imagery, <laughs> and she's like, okay, I think we have a new target. What's this? No, I, I, I think his producers do a great job of vetting delicious little mom and pop places, which yeah. it seems like Mini Kebab would be a perfect candidate for yeah. that. These flavors are out of control, brother. They've been running this place for 28 years. <laughs> what is that? What is this, brother? Uh, right. Hummus? Oh, what about this? Garlic sauce? Yes. Uh, and then he would like twirl your mom and then like she would laugh and your dad would be like, I don't know about that. I don't know about this fucking guy. Might have a constant. By the way, say, every time we talk about Armin's father, we're just putting our fingers to our lips, <laughs> smoking a cigarette. A cigar. This for man no is not reason. smoking cigars in the restaurant anymore. He, he, he hasn't smoked a cigarette in over 10 there years. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, it's, just, it's great though. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, yeah, what opportunities ha- have come your way as a result Shit. of you kind of building the social media component behind the business that, you know, before didn't exist? Man, okay. Uh, social media, I went from being like nobody. I'm still nobody, but like. Nah, that's nah, not true. I don't know. You're a mover, you're a shaker, you're an influencer. Salt and pepper. And there you there go. You go. <laughs> but um, no, just like going from not having any type of network and then kind of just going. I used to go to like three, four events a day. Damn. Yeah, had to. Had on to, the grind. On, had to do it. And then I remember at one point I, I was drinking a lot and I was, I was smoking cigarettes and I was doing these events. Right. I ballooned up to like 250 pounds. Sure. And I was just like, sure. fuck, I We've can't been. be doing this. Yeah. So I took like a two, three month hiatus and then I came back, dropped by, like dropped like 50 pounds. Damn. Um, get focused, get lean. I'm, not, I'm still not lean. I, I eat a lot, but... <laughs> High uh, five for eating a lot. Yeah, yeah. Good way to go. Joel and I have both both have had pretty pronounced fat phases, so uh, <laughs> oh, we, we know yeah. the struggle. We know I was up struggle. to like two thirty five, two forty at one point. Yeah, it was, I mean, I was, was only at like two bills, but I mean that was that was. But a lot for, for you, that yeah, for that was a lot for you. Those were those were the fat college years. Oh my god, I found a picture of fat and I saw it. And it was great. Recently, oh boy, you look great. <laughs> you look. You just looked happy. Yeah, I was happy. You look like I just eat whatever I wanted. <laughs> you look like one of those shag dogs because your your hair yeah, covered your hair eyes. Like it was great. You looked great. I was a real mess. <laughs> you were really li- you were but literally the, the even on a subway. The problem was I wasted that time in my life because I was eating with such abandon and I was always enjoying it, but I was also eating shit. Yeah. Like I would go to Subway. Like yeah, but you're in college. Been, what else are you gonna go? I know, but I what, feel like go I, to wasted, Petit huh? I wasted this time <laughs> in my life when I was like fully indulging, but I wasted it with mediocre food. 
What, where else were we going to eat? You didn't have money. I mean, yeah, I guess. There was this fucking steak sandwich place near USC. I don't think it's there anymore. I would go there like four times a week. Was it called the Great it, Steak Escape? No, it was just this mom and pop. It was like this old Asian lady. And it was just like, she, she had this like, everything was set meticulously. She had the chopped lettuce. She had this nice, it was just like a very standard like steak and cheese. But it was like right. dressed like a sandwich, not in a hoagie roll, like on like nice fluffy bread. It was just no, like, all right. I don't know. And you know, I always, I always loved a good sandwich. Yeah. Mario's Deli in Glendale. Oh, <laughs> have you been? No, I haven't. We don't go to Glendale. Yeah, what, what are the what are the Glendale gems? Because I feel like we miss out after going to Mini Kebab. I was like, first of all, I've been fucking up. I need to come here way more. I need to go there because that more meal time. was fucking amazing. Second of all, I was like, like we talked about with James, uh, um, our previous guest, um, who actually had lunch with Bourdain at an Armenian place. He had oh. the best sherma. I was like, there's got to be so many like hidden gems I don't even know about because I never really go to Glendale. Yeah. So like, what, what, are, what are some of your top Glendale picks? Man, okay, so Mario's Deli is usually my go-to in okay. Glendale for sandwiches yeah. since we stem from there, the bad boy sandwich. They've been doing it since like the 50s. Okay. Oh, they yeah. have a really, really good... Really Super old school. What's a bad boy sandwich? The bad boy sandwich is two choices of protein for your choice, um, obviously. Um, maple turkey and pastrami is what I go for. Ooh. They have pickled chilies in there with Ooh. avocado, you know. Yeah, it's just done. Then, yeah, it's just it's solid. It is it Armenian owned? No, it's Italian. That's oh, Italian. Straight yeah. Italian. Okay. Uh, for like basturma, if you want basturma or sujuk, uh, really go with like scrambled eggs. Can't go wrong with it in yeah. the morning after, or if you want to do it at, like three o'clock. Sujuk is a meat dish. It's it's, it's like basturma. Right? It's right. like sausage. Yeah. 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 It's just thicker. Right. The basturma okay. is just thinner, and Thin. it's it's more ground. Basturma sliced Correct. thinly Correct. and, and Sujuk's a little... It's like ground. It's like chorizo almost. Right. Yeah, That's okay. the only thing I compare it to. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, if, if you want to have like a three o'clock breakfast after a night of drinking, Basturma and Tavadzakh, that's what you call it. You mean like a 3 a.m.? Uh, so yeah, 3 a.m. You just right. super, open? No, no, you, if you have Basturma in your oh, fridge. Oh, right. Like, of just, course, just, I always keep just Armenian. Just the fridge <laughs> Basturma. I just start around, right and then when you're drunk I feel like you're actually going to start doing that. <laughs> I, I goddamn right. And it's funny because like eggs are a really big thing. Okay. I love eggs, and I love like... You know, like the kachapuri. I was actually going to oh stem to that. God. Ajarakan kachapuri. Uh, I go to this place called Pizza Boy in Glendale off of Colorado. Yeah. Right they across. They have that huge kachapuri, Yo, right? Look, there's a lot of places that do it. Pizza Boy has been doing it for years and they're doing it proper. Like, Damn. you got to get that after a night of drinking in the morning or midday, whatever you want. Night. Anytime. Anytime. Uh, it's like a, it's like it's Hey like Arnold's a, head. Yeah, it's like a boat. <laughs> yeah, it's a boat. And, it's, yeah, it's like a, it's it's like a football shaped raft, raft yeah. with that's filled with meat and eggs on top. Yeah, like with fried eggs. No, but or, tons of cheese though. Tons of cheese. Well, they don't even fry the eggs. So what they'll do is they'll 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 fill it up with the cheese. It's a the, cheese. It's a boat. It's a bready cheese raft <laughs> yeah. topped with eggs. Yeah, it's great. Like they'll cook the dough a little bit, then they'll take it out. They'll crack a couple eggs for like another five minutes. Throw it back in the oven. Take it out. You can add your protein or yeah. whatever you want. Damn. I usually keep it simple. I'll just throw pepper, a knob of butter, a little bit of salt, and then just go to town. I love a knob of butter. That's a good amount of that's butter. That's a good, like for Armenian standards, you know, yeah. growing up that standard way. Standard Nice, like two standard tablespoons. Standard Armenian knob. Standard, no, standard <laughs> yeah. And you just like rip the side of the, you got to make sure you get the, the tail end first. Yeah. Right. You there's, rip it. There's a method. Exactly. You can't just go right in the center. You got to work like from a the psychopath. You got to work no. from the bow and stern. <laughs> yeah, it's like eating pizza. Like if you if you have a person using a knife and fork for that, you don't want to hang out with them. <laughs> oh no, we're not friends. It's like that's like like people in New York, like rich New Yorkers, are like pulling out a knife and fork to eat a slice of pizza. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? No. You're an embarrassment. You don't do that. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. 
But it, yeah, Pizza Boy, Mario's Deli are my go-to spots. Arts Bakery for the Pone Cheeks. Oh, these so Pone Cheeks. Uh, which I think I called poches earlier. Yeah, poches. I think that might mean pussy in Mexican slang. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Isn't that poncha? Pinocha. Ponchiks. Ponchiks, folks. Ponchiks. Are fucking Those delicious. are fantastic. These Those are, are this is basically just a fried filled donut. Basically. Yeah. Fried dough. I mean. You, thing is, like, this is not only. They have, like, apricot jelly. They get imported from Armenia. Yeah. Really, really that tasty custard. stuff. I, you know, we, we talk about how we're, like, savory daddies and we're not sweets guys. But I'm not really not. That either, custard. But that was really good. Mm. But it's not like too sweet. That's the thing. Like when you get like like a like a dessert, like a sweet like this, like you usually think it's gonna be like really like cloyingly like sugary. No, it's not. It's, it's not. not overly sweet. That and even dough. has the powdered sugar on top. Yeah. What kind of cheese like? do they use in a uh, in a cacciatore? You know, I think it's just like mozzarella. Okay. But to each, you know, everybody has their own thing. Yeah. Sure. So if you're from like uh, like the Polish people have it as well. The Georgian people do it as well. Right. So just everybody kind of uses a different way. I think Pizza Boy might use mozzarella. I'm not too sure. Okay. Um, but it's just their dough that that sets them apart. Because right. a lot About of people use pizza dough. You're not supposed to use pizza dough. It's a different dough. I'm not too sure how it's made. But uh, everybody would use pizza dough. And you can tell the difference between pizza dough and the ajarakan because it's more fluffy. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you rip it apart, it's almost like a bread called matnakash. Mm-hmm. I should have brought you guys some bread, man. We should have kind of like... Comparison. Hey, you've done enough. You've, you've done enough. A dozen <laughs> I guess you're gonna have to come back and bring <laughs> right. a bunch of shit. Exactly. It's it's just like different bread. It's really like nice and fluffy when you rip it apart, but also has this thicker texture to it. Um, rip it apart, and if you rip it apart, it feels like pizza dough. It's not right. Okay. Because pizza dough's got a little bit of that sponginess. A little bit. Yeah. You don't yeah. want that. No, no. You want. I sh- we gotta go. I'll show okay. you guys. So we'll know the difference, and we can. You gotta feel it. Too. You gotta yeah. put your fingers on it. We'll definitely go. I want you guys to try it. I want to try that so yeah. badly. Have you, have you been to Armenia? Not yet, man. But it seems like it would be awesome to visit. It's just, you know, right now with everything that's going on, me and my girlfriend, we were actually supposed to travel out there, but she's so busy studying for the MCATs. Okay. I'm working. I'm trying to get Glendora going. Right. You, yeah. got too many, you got too many projects to leave town. You got irons, baby. Don't you have an ice cream place, too? Mm. <laughs> no, 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 no. Shut that down. Shut it down. It's so, a frozen yogurt place. So, so, but getting back to the new location, which is super exciting. I mean, obviously, you know, you and your mom and dad, you're at Mini Kebab all the time. So this new location, is it going to just be you? Are you going to rotate? Is mom and dad going to be out there? Like, you know. Are they just like, son, this is the new, we'll stay with the old. Is it just going to be your operation? Well, my mom and dad were never like on board of expanding. They're not on board with it. No, my mom and dad are very complacent. They, yeah. you know, they, they're like, this is what we have. Like, this is guys, good. I have a hundred thousand followers. I have all these projects. They're like, yeah, it's fine. I don't give a fuck. They're like, yeah, did you make yeah, the hummus yeah. this morning? Yeah. I don't yeah. care. Did you whip yeah. that hummus? Whip that hummus. Exactly. They're like, fuck your social media. <laughs> <laughs> my dad, I remember he called out one of the influencers once. He goes, who the fuck are you to sit there, eat my food and critique it? Oh. He goes, what do you know about food? What do you know about Armenian food? Damn. And he Damn. just broke the guy. Uh, uh, did the guy uh, start crying? No, not crying, but definitely. Uh, did, did he say something like negative? He just did it. He's like, you're right. He just, my dad just but shits did, on people, but did, man. You, but, did your, but did the guy, the influencer, did he go in there and he was he like, mm, yes, uh, mm, the uh, hummus is not enough lemon juice. It needs a little bit of a flea. It needs salt. What is this, raw garlic? Not confit garlic? Oh, I, I, was, I was actually expecting pita. This, this bread is very thin. Yeah. <laughs> very thin bread. He wasn't doing any of that. My dad just, I don't know what it is, man. The guy's got so much ego. He's always mad. But he makes good food when he's right. mad. Right. Um, it's his passion yeah, that drives man. him. Yeah, he's like it's, the Hulk, you know? He gets mad, <laughs> but he gets results. <laughs> he does. But no, I'll give, I'll give my mom and dad props. 77 hours a week. Damn. Uh, for the past You can taste years. it. You can taste it on the plate. The, 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 the tradition. I feel like they, they were like the bellwether in open kitchens, you know? Like you got, to, you got that whole open kitchen vibe. Everyone's trying to copy that mini kebab open kitchen vibe. <laughs> yep, yep. With the surly Armenian mm-hmm. in the back that mm-hmm. just shits on you. Right. 
I gotta get myself right. a surly that Armenian. That old world charm. But you know, this is the thing. Like, I'll, I'll get back to Glendora in a second. When I got in, my mom like Armenians once again. Like, it was all Armenian. The the, the mindset was cooking for Armenians. Right. We didn't have any like. There was no multiculturalism whatsoever. You know what right. I mean? It was, it was like just, this is by us and for us. Yeah, and it was just Armenians that were coming. It was the real fubu. Yeah. And so Armenians, all you know, like lamb chops, well done. Steak, well done. Uh, really? Yeah. Like and traditionally, so, the well done is the way they, to go. they just. That's the way they like. That's it. crazy. And it, it it blows my mind. I eat everything medium rare. Yeah, of yeah. course. You know, what I, mean? I even eat my chicken meat now because you're not a monster. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, mom. You got to know the differences. I showed her on her hand how to cook the difference. Right. You know what I mean? As right. simple as possible because, exactly. you know, change is difficult for older people. Sure. And so my mom's just getting used to the fact that, you know, people want it medium, medium well. Well done. I don't let, I don't let anybody eat well done at the restaurant anymore. They, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. So, if you want well done meat, it's like what, you're, you're wasting everyone's time. You're wasting this meat. Yes, exactly. What are and you it's, doing? And it's a disservice to like the, yeah. the ingredient. And I let them know. I go, look, the most I'll cook this to is medium well. And... Everything and else maybe that. Yeah. And I'm like, and, and uh, everything else. And you like, can take it home and microwave it if you want. Just get the fuck away from my face. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, everybody's usually like, whatever you want. And yeah. it makes me happy because I'll cook it to medium rare. Sometimes medium rare plus depends on I what can't imagine want. anyone would bite into the juicy medium rare perfection that is like the it. mini kebab skewer and be like, yeah, no, no, not for me. I would like it to be drier and worse, please. Yeah. And it's just it's like, and I'll get a nice you know, uh, char on the, on the fat of the lamb. We don't take it off. A lot of people do. They I like, like that fat. I love the fat. I like that no, fat. I, I'm all I about fat. fatty lamb. Yeah. I, I love lamb yeah. and more I love fatty lamb. Yeah, exactly. It's going to more flavor. It, it just, it, I lose my mind when it just bursts in your mouth. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? No, 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 no. It's going to drip. It's going to drip onto your grill. It's going <laughs> to come back exactly. up. It's going gonna, it's gonna to add. All flavor it's components. It's going to add another like, level. Exactly. And this makes me happy, this conversation. Damn right. But stemming to Glendora, like, my mom and dad are going to stay there. I'm going to build a team over there. And maybe like a month and a half, maybe a month before, I can just train everybody. I'm going to have my procedures, everything. Right. Yeah. On paper, on file, I guess. Same menu? Same menu. Maybe shorten it a little bit, okay. depending. Because there's a lot more Arabs out there, so I might cut off the pork. Okay. But I try to accommodate, like, Schmorgasburg, I'll have our chicken, steak, and falafel. So That's vegan. all you really need, right? Yeah. That's all you need. Nothing have crazy. Five menu item. That's yeah. it. Simple. People know what they want when they come to the, to the menu board. And I'm rebranding Mini Kebab 2 out there. So just, I got to make sure that... What's the rebrand? I don't know yet. We have, I have a couple web So it's not going to be like Mini Kebab 2 or like... No, no, no. It's, it's going to have a whole new name. No, it's going to be Mini Kebab. Right. <clears throat> but what I want, I'm thinking like, okay, you know, I'm not trying to be corporate. Right. Everything is going to be private. Still family owned. oriented. Exactly. But I want to have like good branding. So when people come in, they know that two, three, four, potentially five, six are the same owners. Right. And I don't want to be like huge... Nine. I don't want to have like two thousand. You don't want to scale restaurant. up too big, yeah, because then you can't do all the little things that make it special. Exactly, and so I want to keep them at like five to eight hundred square feet. Okay, food halls are great now because of minimum wage going up. You get to keep sure. your margins down that way too. No keep front of house down. needed, besides just one cashier. Uh, yeah, and then go from there. But nothing more than eight hundred square feet. I like food halls, and the only reason I jumped into Glendora is because of the people that are jumping in with me, um, my friends that own Afters Ice Cream, Andy One. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. There's other guys, Kevin, Bobby. Shout out to Afters. Shout out to Afters. Shout out to that cookie monster for being ridiculous. <laughs> 22 spots as of like next month. Damn, I didn't realize that. that yeah. Really? All, yeah. in, all in LA? Just like everywhere? All they, you know, they, they position themselves very, very, very That's what you got to do, right? right? Yeah. And so I jumped in because, you know, Andy's going to be in there. Kevin, Bobby, Mark, they own Portside. They own multiple locations of other projects. Well. They're bringing three concepts in. So knowing that they're comfortable enough to bring three concepts in, knows some level of like deeper kind of understanding uh, of the area exactly i'm not i'm not from glendora but i've done a little bit of research on i mean i i don't really know much about glendora is this going to be a huge step up for option like food options in glendora 
or they yeah. already have good shit. Significantly. And just, right. yeah. I feel like this is going to be a big Because yeah, nobody's, nobody's really doing stuff like right. that out there. No contemporary kind of like... Sure. Everybody's like, mom pop shop, old school. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure there's great food, but yeah. this is obviously going to be a huge project. Yeah, Smog City's coming in. There's this place called uh, Belly Bombs that are coming in. Okay. Uh, Sounds healthy. Yeah. Belly Bombs. But there's, you know, there's a lot of... I bet it's bombs with a Z. Yeah. <laughs> it's like meat It is with a Z. It, it is, is with a Z. <laughs> 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 uh, so go to, to Belly extreme. Bombs and, I don't know, get a salad that's covered in <laughs> duck fat? <laughs> I would assume. Uh, our friend June Kwan, Sternstaller on Instagram, I don't know if you've heard of her. They've got three concepts at Smorgasburg called Shrimp Daddy, Sip, and Chichidango. Damn. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're bringing, they actually opened up their first Sip location in Westwood. They're open, they opened up their second just recently at Roland Heights. And I think they're locking on the third in Glendora. So once again, you know, I had to kind of be very methodical about this and be like, okay, I have all these influencers that are coming in just to begin with, right. with a big following. Right. With this network, and I'm like, okay, I have an influence. I'm an influencer. I have my network, and I have mini kebabs. With these guys, I think we can be a really solid team. Plus, we're gonna have, um, you know, a big PR jump when it starts. Right. Yeah. Price points are right. You know, the the rents they're cheap. The TI everything is that done by great. them. Basically. I mean, in this age of you know, like the pop ups and and you know, like the, kind of the smorgasburg business model, like it's it's so incredibly important that everyone be on point for their social media stuff. 100%. It's like if a place opens at Smorgasburg and they don't have that aspect of it right, they're going to get lost in the fray. Because no. there's so many other places that have so many followers and their These shit looks cool. Names. Like there's a place that's like... Lobster Thomas. Like fucking yeah, they're killing Pineapple it. Yeah. that's full of shrimp. It's like, who doesn't, who doesn't want that? You see a picture, you're like, ah, pineapple's full of shrimp. <laughs> well, look, when it comes to... But if it's like all seriousness business, like most of these businesses at Smorgasburg, like as much as I love seeing them there, right. I don't think... Most of them are brick and mortable. No, if that makes sense. no, a lot of them definitely. But most of them are not. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll say this about you've built such a cool social media following, but you're not doing anything flashy or gimmicky. No, all the pictures are just of your food. Yeah, usually with your iPhone. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's not like you know, it's not like some rainbow unicorn bullshit that looks cool. It's like. They're just good pictures of good food. Yeah. Like, that's how it should be. And I'm not trying to, like, I'm not, I'll never promote, like, hot Fritos bullshit. Right, exactly. You're not even, uh, nothing trendy. I don't like it. I just, I don't like it. I don't think that people can, I don't you know, people are jumping on hype. I get it. Yeah. Social media, etc. Yeah. I think that's the bad side of it. Obviously, 100%. I love Instagram. It does a lot of good for businesses. It does a lot of good for people who are into food. But that hype side, that's where it can yeah. be a negative. I can't deal with rainbow stuff. Yeah, and uh, unicorns. Right. And, if it uh, doesn't taste good, what what is this? Gold gold leaves on everything. Raindrop cakes and charge yeah. you hundred bucks for Fuck a fucking ice cream cone. Get yeah. out of here, man. Fuck what are you doing? Out of here. Um, I want just the fucking activated charcoal and everything. <laughs> give me give me some sword meat, <laughs> and I'll take a picture of it with my damn cracked iPhone Seven. And, and if you're and, I'll be and so if you're happy. and if you're a person that thinks they need then that there's anything you can do to make sword meat better. <laughs> Idiot. You clearly don't <laughs> you're know a shit. Idiot. And if you try to order sword meat, well done. You're out. You're out. You're out. You guys should definitely come to Schmore. Check out the system because we're doing like volume. Yeah. Well, I yes. scale it so I want to come to Midi's Taco. It's yeah. fun, man. It really is fun. You should meet the guys. Uh, everybody's just down to earth, man. You you come once in. You come to Schmorgasburg. The team we have there. Shout out to the team that we have at Schmorg because we're so different from everybody else. I'll be honest, like most of everybody over there is just younger. In your face, other people at Smorgasburg. Yeah, and my, my guys are so different. Like I got guys from Ghana, Sri Lanka, Vietnam, right. you know what the I mean? Like, veterans of, of the yeah. game. And so like we're all different and we all love the food that we cook. We got people at Wolfgang Puck's spot. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we have another guy that used to be with Major Domo. Oh, nice. Yeah, so shout out to Paul, Danny, Sapoon. The team. Oh, the team, the man. Team. Like, wow. 
Squad, real strong. Like, A-team. <laughs> Whose face? <laughs> yeah, but it's like, you know, I can't, I can't ask for a better team because these guys are super, like, responsive with everything. And everybody That's else what it's all make, about. Yeah. And, the, you know, a lot of people go there to make a paycheck, but we just like what we do at the end of the day. It's the I'm, love I'm, of the game, baby. We're, we're changing the, the steak constantly, though. We're trying to see which one fits best with the taco. Right. And we keep them in bigger chunks when we serve so them. So what are you using right now? Uh, I went from flat meat. Okay. Then I started chuck. I was like, uh, kind of like a classic carne okay. asada situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, was, I went from flat meat. Flat meat was too expensive, or like seven bucks a pound. Yeah. I was like, Ugh, the margins aren't like that great. So I went back to chuck. Chuck was good, but I'm like, you got to cook it in medium rare and keep it at medium right. rare. Got to be juicy. Yeah. And we're at tri tip right now. What I do is I kind of pummel it like we do at the restaurant okay. and put it on the grill, but we still cook it in medium rare. Usually we're in rotation fairly quickly, so okay. it stays to medium rare. It goes to medium. But it's still, still very, very tender. It has a in your nice mouthfeel, mouth yeah. And Correct. like everything at Mini Kebab, everything's cooked to order. Cooked to order. Because that is, I feel like Damn that's so right. key. Yeah. And so, it's so, it's so, it seems so basic, but a lot of places don't do it. I think that's so weird when it's just like, you're like batching shit. Just yeah. to like no. push it out. No, I mean, you can taste it different. People will for wait sure. for quality. Yeah. And you'll yes. see like, yes. that's important. Howling Rays, if Howling Rays has proved anything. But no, but even Howling Rays, they pre, because yeah. of the volume that they go they through, to. They, they pre-cook stuff and but they just like sit there warming. Sandwich. But it's going out. But it's, but it's going out there. It's probably right. not sitting for yeah, longer Yeah, maybe like three minutes max. People will <laughs> wait for quality. But they definitely do volume. Um, but uh, you'll see it like, my guy is just in the front. We, the good thing is, like, Zach, shout out to Zach for giving us that. Shout out to Zach. Yeah, shout out to Zach with Midtown Lunch. He gives us a spot with the grill that's, you can see, I have a three-foot model. Right. Yeah. I need to get a big one. Just, just but that's a cool upgrade. thing to yeah. see. You roll in, you're doing yeah. the swords. Yeah, exactly. You got the fucking charcoal. The like, who's this sword off? guy? Yeah. You're like, yeah. what's up? I'm an influencer. <laughs> get some sword meat. I'm not on the swords, though. Oh, you're not on the swords. I'm doing front of house. I, I handle the money, you know. Yeah. Are the kebabs cooked? Via the swords? Via the swords. Damn. Over the charcoal. I don't think I've ever had kebabs cooked like that. No. Or, or, or uh, I meant falafel, sorry. Falafels. Falafels we, just fried. We're frying them all. Yeah. But the thing is, we have, we're doing it like, you know, uh, a lot of, well, a lot guys, sorry. <laughs> Shout out to Thomas Famdo for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're doing it like Howlin' uh, uh, Rays. Mm -hmm. We'll fry them off, we'll keep them under a heat lamp, but they're rotating out constantly. Right. Thing is, like, I'm trying to keep everything down right now. We're still a startup, you know, 10 yeah, months in. Right. I've spent a ton of money on this, my own personal money. Yeah. Um, we'll have the heat lamp, but I'm using this like pan. I fill it with vegetable oil. I don't cook it with anything else. No frying oil, none of that. Mm -hmm. And I have this this burner that you'll take to you know camping when you make scrambled eggs and the yeah, little, yeah, a little. I'll grill. use those right now until I could buy my double fryer, and then just start frying them off to order. But we're gonna put fries on the menu too very soon. There you go. Fuck the crisscross yeah. fries that we do at Mini Kebab is how we're gonna do it. I'll probably pre-cut those. Keep them oh, in the we water. Didn't keep, we didn't get those fries. We, we gotta get them next time. We we'll do a little. We'll do a little shindig at night soon, guys. Hell yeah! Oh, I'll see you there. I'll bring my friends Dylan Francis and Guy Fieri. And Guy Fieri, yeah, <laughs> just a bunch of influencers. We'll bring. We'll, <laughs> we'll probably run into Diplo right, since exactly. he's a big Diplo fan. Diplo loves it. Diplo's a big fan. We'll, he loves we'll it. We'll do a, a fucking. We'll take our bird scooters up the Americana. Yeah. Fucking take LSD. Make a whole day of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, get crazy. Uh, well, I, I feel like. I feel like the, uh, you know, we've covered a lot of ground. Um, that was thanks for joining us, man. That was yeah, great. Thank you so much, man. You've really you really built something super cool, and uh, definitely excited to see all the new shit, how it pans out. And um, let's you know, let's plug the brand. You got at Eat Bearded. Uh, what's the mini kebab account? At mini underscore kebab. At mini underscore kebab. Um, and then the Midi's Tacos is just at Midi's Tacos. At Midi's Tacos. Get on. Get, get on, on those all socials, of them, folks. <laughs> Shout out to Ted. For that mistake, <laughs> <laughs> that didn't get recorded. <laughs> uh, no one. You can follow the pod at Yap Pod. That's Y A P P O D. 
Also on Twitter, um, I am at Carl Hess on Instagram. Joel is at Joel David Miller. Damn right. On Instagram. Joel's not on Twitter because he's got shit to do. I got stuff. He's, got, he's a busy man. I don't have time for he's, Twitter. He's, he's, he's got to run a restaurant. I don't got time for Twitter. Um, you can always email us at yap42069 at gmail.com. Uh, send us your warmest regards. And, of course, always go on iTunes. Goddamn, leave a rating. Leave a review. It really helps. Appreciate that. Uh... Thanks for listening, and now I'm going to go eat five more uh, pone cheeks. <laughs> and we'll be back next week. Yeah.